Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Rex. just leave this. Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Becky Ross. He's the pastor and my hubby. She's the horse girl and my wife. And we're coming to you from our home in the Midwest, Refuge Farm. Join us as we discuss how to apply God's grace to marriage, family, life, and ministry in, in the, the Just, Just Grace It podcast. podcast. guys it's becky with the just grace it podcast and i am solo today um brian is working and as you may know we haven't had a new episode in a month or maybe slightly more now and so i thought that i would just i'm actually sitting here folding laundry And so I thought I would try to kill two birds with one stone and just share some things that I've been thinking about and reading about and kind of studying lately um, in regards to the topic of self. So S-E-L-F. Self meaning myself, yourself. Um, the Bible says that we are made up of body, soul, and spirit. Um, it, Paul t- tells us that, and I believe it's First Thessalonians. And um, it says, and this is my paraphrase, I do not have a Bible in front of me, but, you know, he talks about the God, you know, God sanctifying you holy, body, holy, um, meaning your whole person, your whole self, body, soul, and spirit. And so when that's our topic today is just this idea of, of self and there are some trends going on right now, both in the Christian world and the non-Christian world in regards to self and self-help and self-motivation and how good or bad yourself really is depending on what perspective you're coming from and I've just seen and heard some really disturbing things (laughs) um and I'm I'm seeing some of my friends who are believers um and people that we've known over the years um through ministry and you know just have gotten to know over social media or um, either through ministry or a lot of it through ministry, but even just, you know, personally too, um, are getting wrapped up in this self-help mentality. And I'm going to share with you what I mean by that in a minute. Um, so for those who don't know... I just want to share a little bit of my own backstory in regards to this topic. Um, I was a beach body coach for a few years. So if you don't know what beach body is, it's a health and fitness company. They have workout programs. They have some supplements, health supplements and um, workout products and 
equipment and things like that. And um, I, I started as a, what they call a coach in, um, I believe it was December of 2015. And I'm not currently doing that now. Um, but at the time, I, I really just needed some help with health, health and fitness in my own life. And um, I found out that I could get a discount if I became a coach. And so I went ahead and signed up. And, and I was also looking to make some extra income for our family as well. And, you know, it was something that I thought, you know, I can do this on the side part-time and, um, you know, earn a little bit of extra money here and there. And I had been using Beachbody workouts for several years before that. So um, my joining, you know, wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't doing it blindly. I did a lot of research and I, I had used the workouts and things like that and, really liked him and had success, but I was just, I needed some accountability. So that's basically why I joined and I wanted to earn a little bit of extra money on the side. Um, but still, you know, at the time our kids were still in elementary school, um, you know, and I still needed to be available if they were sick or needed to be picked up early or, you know, just be the mom because Brian was, not able to be the the parent um, available for that because he was working. So anyway, long story short, when you get into these health and fitness type companies, and I imagine other types of companies as well, um, I'm guessing it's probably the same if you're doing jewelry or essential oils or you know anything like that, any direct sales type thing, you're encouraged to read um what I would call like self-help style books um you know self-help self-motivation mindset books um and then along with that some of them are in combination with how to how to build a business or how to connect with people or how to um you know I'm trying to think of the right word, but just basically how to connect with people in a way where you can introduce them to whatever it is that you're selling, but not in a salesy, um, car salesman type of gross way, if that makes sense. So anyway, I was very blessed to have a coach and I chose her as my coach specifically because she was a believer. She is a believer. It's not like she's not anymore. <laughs> but um, at the time, you know, I chose her because she's a believer. And she, um, I had been following her for a while. And I knew she was very serious about her faith. And she also had another ministry, online ministry that she had just encouraging women. And um, I just, I really, really liked that about her. And one of the things that she told me is she's like, you know, we are encouraged as coaches to read these books, but she's like, as believers, sometimes there's things in here that aren't going to jive with scripture. And 
Um, she's like, but then there's other parts of the books that are really helpful when you're trying to build a business or you're trying to learn how to connect with people or, you know, you're trying to create healthy habits, um, or manage your time, um, set goals, um, manage your finances, things like that. And she's like, there's some really good stuff that you can learn, but every so often you'll run into some stuff that is kind of new agey and it might, you know, it's probably not going to jive with scripture or they're going to be coming at it from a non-believer's perspective as opposed to a believer's perspective. And she's like, when you come to those parts, she's like, that's where I always say, you know, eat the meat and spit out the bones. And we've talked about that on this podcast before, that whole concept. And that's where I got it from, is from her. And so... um, as I was reading some of these books that were recommended, some of them were just really good. Just in general, whether you're trying to build a business or not, just taught really good, healthy time management and, you know, habit, good how to build a healthy habit, um, you know, just good life skills in general. And then some of them did have stuff in there that contained things like especially when they would get into mindset. Um, Mindset is a big one that really perpetrates this idea that you, you are your best self. You have everything you need inside of you. You just have to look inside and realize who you really are and wrap your mind around the idea that you deserve success. You deserve to make a lot of money. You, um, you are worth making a lot of money. Um, it's okay and necessary to, you know, Put the needs of others aside and put yourself first because this is your time and you need to do what you need to do for you. And um, and it would even go deeper into that, into the whole law of attraction type ideology, which we've done episodes on. We have two episodes on that. If you haven't heard those and you don't know what that is or you're confused about that, I would go back and listen to those episodes on the law of attraction. But this idea that you need to have a positive mindset in that you put your desires out into the universe and then the universe through thought vibrations, your thought positive thought vibrations is going to bring back to you the success that you desire or the money that you desire, or the, you know, the amount of customers that you need to make that amount that you're hoping to make for that month, or whatever it is. And, you know, guys, I'm not going to lie. At at first, and it's very sneaky, not everybody comes out and says, this is a law of attraction concept, and it's new age, and here's where we got it from. It's, It's really shielded in this whole positive mindset sort of 
framework. And so on the surface, it looks really good and it sounds really good. And so I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Initially, I kind of started getting taken in by some of that. Like, yeah, I am always doing everything for everybody else. It's my turn now. You know, it's my turn to get what I want or have what I need or, you know, I'm I'm always giving out, giving out, giving out, giving out. And I, you know, I'm not necessarily getting what what I need and what I desire and 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 I want to be clear there is balance in that. There there is balance. I am not saying that you and I'm talking especially to women right now too, but guys can do this too, I think. I'm not saying that it's okay to be so overworked and so overdone and so focused on you know your career or your goals or your whatever that you are um just a a doormat or even in ministry i mean we're a pastor and pastor's wife Brian and i and um if you're constantly pouring out but you're never ever doing anything to fill back up, you know, refill your energy stores, refill, you know, your fellowship stores, refill, you know, finding relationships that can fill back into you. Um, you know, that's not healthy either. So, so there is a balance. There is a give and a take. There is a moderation, which we've talked about that on another episode is having, you know, moderation in things. Um, but what I'm talking about that is getting kind of very prevalent out there, and as I said, I'm seeing friends and people that we know getting more and more caught up in this kind of stuff is this whole mindset thing. And mindset is super important. Um, scripture tells us that. Um, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5 tells us to take every thought captive and that we can have strongholds built up in our minds. So that is absolutely true. And that we need to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And Paul tells us in um, Philippians 4 what things to think about. You know, think on these things. Philippians 4, 8. And um he says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. That's in Philippians 2. And in Romans 12, he tells us to um, be transformed by the renewing of our mind and um, understanding who we are in Christ. Um, Ephesians 1 talks about our identity. And we're going to, I think our next episode is going to be really focused on identity. Um so there, the Bible talks a lot about mindset. It tells us all kinds of things about our mind and, and set your mind on things that are above, um, not on things of the earth. Um, so th- yes, there is a lot of mind mindset advice given in scripture because our minds are so important. 
Um, but then you have kind of this more worldly view that comes in and a lot of it is, is unfortunately steeped in new age philosophy and, um, and, and religious practices. This idea that you need to be your highest self. I was actually doing a workout the other day and the instructor and the workout video, she's like, I know this is hard, but you need to think about your highest self and be that person because you have a highest self inside of you and you need to be that person. And I'm like, huh, interesting. That is actually a, a new age Eastern religion kind of a concept. And I use new age in a very broad term because new age is very broad and pulls from all sorts of um, philosophies and religions. Um, but this idea that you can be enough in and of yourself you don't need anything else or anybody else. Just look inside and you'll find what you need. Um, you know, the strength is within you. The power is within you. Um, and then there's even people, authors who have books out there that have I am statements um, which I find disturbing because um, the only I am is the great I am, which is um, the Lord of the Bible, the God of the Bible. Um, but they'll have I am statements such as, you know, I am worthy, I am strong, I am powerful. I am deserving of success. I am, you know, I am enough. I am unique. I am blah, 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 blah. And then they'll use these I am statements as mantras to, um, you know, encourage themselves. And I see a lot of that in especially businesses that are in the health and fitness industry. Um, and the point of this particular podcast is I just really want to warn, especially those of you who are in those types of businesses and things, um, guys need to be really, really careful what you're taking in and what you're listening to and, and the language that they're using um, and compare it with what scripture says. Scripture does say certain things about us and about who we are in Christ. Um, it says we're loved. It says we're chosen. It says we're holy. It says, says we're made the righteousness of God in him. It says that we're accepted um, it says that we're forgiven, we're redeemed, we're, um, we're the children of God. Um, it, it, 
and many, many, many more things I can say. And those are things that you can say, I am this, I am that, I am this, I am that. Because that's what the God who created you and everything else says about you. Um, and when you agree with him, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're reading things and hearing things, and I've even seen some people um, who have gotten into these health businesses and stuff, teaching some of this stuff, when you're teaching someone that they can have a healthy mindset apart from the Bible, apart from what scripture really says, apart from what God says about our mindset, um, when you're teaching someone that they're enough and they don't need anything else because they have everything they need inside of them. Um, there's a problem with that because if you're dealing with someone, and I'm going to say, especially in the health and fitness industry, if you're dealing with someone who is already struggling with their self-esteem, like I was when I started, um, I was still pretty shy then um, the thought of having to get online and do videos or film myself working out or you know talk about what I'm doing or you know anything live just scared the heck out of me I didn't want to have to do that but we were kind of told well you know you have to put yourself out there in order for people to know like and trust you um, tell me if that sounds familiar to anybody who is in these um, direct sales businesses or MLMs. Um, you want to be known, liked, and trusted before you're going to get you know somebody to be a customer. And that's true. I mean, I'm not going to buy something from somebody that I don't trust. That's for sure. Um, so, but you know, you're encouraged to put yourself out there. And, um, and that was really hard for me because I had a very low self-esteem. In fact, at that time I was in, in the throes of depression, um, and anxiety and, um, quite badly actually. And so the thought of that was super hard for me. Um, so when you're dealing with people like that, and then you start teaching them that they can find everything they need in themselves and they don't need to look anywhere else. That can sound really, really, really appealing to somebody who's struggling and who doesn't, you know, who has a very low self-esteem or a very low, um, you know, doesn't feel that they have anything to offer doesn't feel like they can contribute, you know, in a positive way. Um, and maybe they have some lies that they've been told or, or believed about themselves, um, you know, due to situations in their life or whatever. And um, when, when you're telling someone like that, that they can do everything in and of themselves, and they have everything they need in themselves. And it's all, you know, you can do it on your own. And you're worthy. And you're enough. And you're strong. And 
and there's no um, attachment to um, the strength of, of Christ and the strength that we get from Christ and from, um, from grace. His grace is sufficient. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. Um, that can be really dangerous when you're, when you're telling somebody that. And I know in some of these companies, you can't always be very loud and vocal in your faith. And I understand that to, you know, a certain point, um, you know, people are either going to like you and follow you and want to, you know, participate with you because of your faith or they're going to, you know, not. And I understand that. Um, but I still think it's dangerous to tell someone that they have everything they need in and of themselves. Um, because the fact is that we don't. We don't have everything we need in and of ourselves. We, we need Jesus as believers and especially as non-believers. We, we need him and we need his strength. And as believers, um, we're called to, um, in 2 Corinthians, it says, it talks about how we're not sufficient in ourselves um, to think anything of ourselves. Our, our, efficiency, our sufficiency is in God. And um, that's, that's what the truth is especially as believers, that's the truth, is your sufficiency is in God. It's not in yourself to think anything of yourself. Um, Paul said in Galatians, it's no longer I that live, but Christ liveth in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And... Um, you know, it's not us, it's Christ. It's not I, it's Christ. And I know we can't expect a non-believer to think that way because they don't know any better, right? They don't, they don't have the Holy Spirit living inside of them. Um, they may not even have a correct view of who Jesus is. Um, but as believers, you know, we we do have that knowledge of who Christ is and we do have his word <coughs> excuse me that tells us the things that we're supposed to think about and the things that we're supposed to mind and um the things that um what our mindset should be and what our view of ourselves should be the other side of it is um you know, the scripture says not for anyone not to think more highly of themselves than they ought to. But it doesn't say don't think of yourself as a, a, a low, nasty worm of a person either. Because that's not who you are either. Um, you're not a low, nasty person of a worm. Worm of a person, I mean. Um, you are, as a believer in Christ... As a member of the body of Christ, you're beloved, you're accepted, you're chosen, you're, you're his workmanship, um, you're his child. Um, 
So thinking of yourself when you're a believer as this, you know, dirty, nasty person um, who's lower than the scum of the earth, I mean, that's not a correct view of yourself either. So in my opinion um, and my understanding of scripture and what it says about our mindset is that um, our view of ourselves should be what God says that we are. Our view of ourselves should be not I, but Christ. Um, Our view of ourselves should be the truth of what um, God says we are because of what Christ has done for us um, and everything that he's accomplished. Um, You know, we've been given a new identity. We're new creatures in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You are new. You are a new person. You have a new heart. You have been made new from the very core of your being. That is what God says about you. But you can't do that on your own. If we could have done that on our own, if we could have employed all this self-help stuff and mindset stuff and, you know, come to our highest being and our highest good on our own, then why why did Jesus need to die for us? Um, and I again, I understand a non-believer isn't going to, get that. Um, but mainly I'm talking to people who are believers and who do understand those things. Um, and especially those who of you who like me may have been involved with these different businesses that, you know, are wanting you to read these books and share this information about, you know, self-improvement and mindset and all of that. Um, So this episode is a little bit shorter. It's mainly just to kind of give some food for thought, kind of just make you aware of some of the things that are out there. Um, You know, and I'm not saying these companies are all bad or horrible, or you shouldn't be a part of them, or, you know, I think mo- many of them are legitimate, and, you know, I I enjoyed my time with Beachbody, but after a while, it just got to a point where I realized that, um, and I did have some success with it, so it wasn't that I was not successful, um, it just it got to the point after a few years where it just wasn't the right fit for me anymore. But I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad that I went through and did some of the things that I did because it grew me as a person. So that was a good, a good aspect of it. Um, it, it, it made me have to get out of my comfort zone, which I really needed um, as far as, you know, being pretty shy and introverted and there's nothing wrong with being introverted but I was also pretty shy and I still can be kind of shy sometimes especially if I don't know somebody very well um but so I'm glad that I did those things I'm glad that I I did it 
Um, it's something that I look back on mostly with positive, um, with mostly a positive view. There were some things I didn't really care for about it, but um, that's kind of with any job you have, I guess. Um, but just in, in kind of closing here, if you are in some of these companies and if you are helping people with, with health and mindset and goal setting and, um, you know, that's all, all great. That's, that's good stuff and it's good, good, good things to know. Um, certainly some things that I didn't learn going to school, um, just, you know, regular school or even in college. I really think there should be a college course in setting goals and, you know, learning how to have a growth mindset, um, you know, having, you know, you should have a positive view of your abilities and things. Um, I, I'm not saying that you should sit here and, as I said, think that you're just the scum of the earth and you can't do anything, but it's having that moderation. It's the, you know, not you're sufficient in yourself. It's you're sufficient because of who you are in Christ. You have what you need because of who you are in Christ and, and renewing your mind to that. And then you can take that and apply that to your business. You know, if you're a health coach or a fitness coach or a, you know, even, um, a, you know, you do essential oils or you do jewelry or you, you know, whatever it is, um, there's nothing wrong with, you know, you should believe that you can do something and that you're capable and, and all of those things. But as a believer, let your sufficiency be because of who you are in Christ, not because some book tells you that, you know, you're a goddess and you have everything that you need in and of yourselves. And you think I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not kidding. Some of them go that far. And that's kind of why I'm giving a warning is because it's a very slippery slope. They start out with, you know, having a positive mindset and then sneak stuff in there about how you're good enough on your own. But when you start believing that, oh, I'm good enough on my own, you don't need the Lord anymore then. You don't need scripture anymore then because you're, you're starting to believe that lie that you're good enough in and of yourself and you don't need any outside anything to um, give you the truth or give you the strength or you know anything like that. And that's where it can start to get dangerous. And that's where, you know, um, even I, as someone who struggled with self-esteem, kind of started heading down that road of, oh, yeah, wow, yeah, I do need to believe that about myself. I am good enough. I am worthy. I, I should be able to do this. I don't always have to put um, everybody else's needs above my own. And that is something I wanted to go back to is that needs to be balanced too. Um, there needs to be moderation. Um, we are as believers called to serve others. Um, especially if you're in ministry, ministry is ministering, you're serving, you're giving of yourself to other people for the benefit of other people. But 
That doesn't mean you have to be a doormat. That doesn't mean that you have to be a people pleaser. That doesn't mean you have to say yes to everything you're asked to do. Because there is such a thing as burnout. There is such a thing as doing too much. There is such a thing as giving out so much and not doing enough to replenish yourself, you know, and, and strengthening and, you know, um, in a healthy way, you know, through a healthy diet, through, um, spending time in God's word, through fellowship with, you know, other believers who really encourage you and edify and build you up, um, you know, putting time and energy and effort into your marriage and into your relationship with your kids. And all of that is super important. And your marriage and your family and your relationship with God comes first. Um, You know, and we all need that time to just get away and do something that fills us up personally. And, And that should definitely be part of your routine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But I do think there is something wrong with this whole idea of, um, you know, I'm always going to put myself first and I'm always going to put my needs first and I'm always going to put my goals first. And if you don't align with that, well then I don't need you. Um, you know, positive vibes only kind of mentality. Um, I think that's really selfish and I think that's really unbiblical. So anyway, guys, I hope that was um, just food for thought. That's really what this episode was about was food for thought. And um, you can let us know what you think by emailing us at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at justgraceit.com. Or you can message us on our um, the Just Grace It podcast Facebook page, or um, you know you can if we happen to be friends on Facebook, you can send us a personal message there as well. So thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, like, share. Um, if you have friends who are in health and fitness or. Um, direct sales businesses who might be getting into this kind of stuff, maybe share this episode with them and just, um, especially if they're believers, um, you know, just to kind of give them something to think about. So thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a great day. Bye.